just about all you can do is to, ha is to have no interest in running a story that's about who you think you are. Not being self-absorbed or self-critical or self-analyzing. Just drop the I story. That's all. Me who's getting it right, me who's doing it wrong, drop it all. Nothing is needed to replace those thoughts. There's nothing better to think about. Just drop the whole show. Whatever thoughts come, you don't have to be interested in them. They'll just do their thing. No I story. No me story. The thoughts that come and go are not actually about you. Thoughts have a quality of the personal attached to them. Don't let them be yours. They just appear like that. That's how thought works. They're about something or about someone. Don't make them about you. And when you're ready, bring just enough attention to connect what's happening in the room. Bring that much attention kind of to the surface or up to your head. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if there's a feeling of like settling or dropping down on the inside, then leave your attention there and somehow just enough to connect with what's happening in the room can come up. Some people can do that and it's very useful. If you can't, don't worry about it. So if anybody has a question, don't be shy. There's a chair here beside me. Do you have to come up there? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to be that close? No, you can pull back. Okay. <laughs> I won't teach you though, I promise. All right. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> well, the when you're saying certain things, uh, I noticed that, and then there's mm-hmm going on agreement or yeah that sounds like something true and in that doing that feels like an I thought yes so it's, it's yes. happening Straight right away, away. Yeah. yeah so um, I didn't really have a question around that it was just I guess maybe somehow uh, acknowledging that phenomena yes Yes. And in so doing, uh, there's some desire, I suppose, to work with that. You know, that work at that place. Okay. Yeah. Do you think there's a bit of space <clears throat> between the eye that's nodding and say, "Yeah, yeah, I get it," or "I like it," or "I agree." Is there a bit of space between what you are and the I agree thought? Uh, 
guess I wouldn't think of it in terms of space. Okay. It's different. Okay. Um, Can the I agree be just a passing thought, but not actually symbolic of what you are? Maybe you're not that I. Maybe the I agree thought is passing through. Yeah, it's another step. Yeah. In other words, that... That's the immediate reaction. It's it's very immediate. Yes. And then due to memory and thought to acknowledge that phenomena occurring, then there's a whole another there's a whole bunch of sequences of thoughts that follows that, saying, Oh look, there's an I thought that yes. just occurred all yes. by itself. Yes. And I think the only thing that where there's some space around it is that it occurred all by itself. Yes. Then there wasn't any. Yes. Uh, it happens by itself. Obviously. Don't yes. own it. Yeah. Because if you own it, it runs into. It makes babies. You know. <laughs> right. And well, but that's that's a bit of the. Mm, it's already sticky. You know. So even when we're doing such practice. There doesn't seem to be much space between sort of what you're saying and this immediate referencing to what you're saying in the form of an individual comprehending, liking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because the stickiness is the passion of identifying with thought. Yeah. So the very same thoughts can happen. That's as much as I can point out. The very same thoughts happen, but you know that they have nothing to do with what you are. That's the blip. It's not getting rid of the I thought. But the stickiness has made it, oh, there we go again. And and, and, okay, and now it copulates. There are other I thoughts. Hmm. If at some point that distance comes in, it's like, whoa, that I thought just runs through consciousness. So there's the recollection, I mean, or there's the acknowledgement. Like, is that sort of the point of practice that you're suggesting? Yes, that's the only place of distance. That's the moment that identification breaks when you see it. So you see it and then you don't do anything about it. Absolutely, don't do anything about it. it is already sort of the the practice. Yes. Just the same. Yes, because because as much as what... The only thing we can do is stop identification with the I thought. And that's the seeing it. In seeing it, it's not me anymore. I'm not caught up in it. It's not all about me. I'm seeing that there's a thought. It is so that the thoughts pass through consciousness. They have nothing to do with you. Yeah. So all I can do is say, hey, this is actually how it works. Find yeah. it out for yourself. Sure. When, when no identification is running, the environment is there for you to see how it really works. So getting that distance, that step, will stop the copulation of the eye story. It'll stop the running down the road with it and Mm. seeing where it goes then. Yeah. So that second of a distance is like, whoa, why can't a real full-on eye thought be happening in consciousness? They happen in consciousness. Yeah. But they have nothing to do with you. Sure. That's, That's where the observer lets you see how it is. So when I say sure, is that truth or is that my person? My identification. <laughs> Let it be just passing through. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Let it be just passing through. Yeah. Yeah. You know when they're sticky. Mm-hmm. You're right in there. 
You know, there's I thinking about it. They're the ones to go for. Yeah, it's right there. They're the ones to like, whoa, I'm really in there. I'm believing it. Okay, step back, step back. It's just a thought. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Can you hear down there? Yes. Great. Be brave. <laughs> so, when you were inviting us to drop down and to let go of the story, mind just goes, yes, but, yes, but. And it's like the mind wants to not let go. Right? Yes. And it's like I'm, I can be aware that it's a thought. And then, and then yes, but comes again, and it's like it's repetitive, and it's very difficult to maintain the distance to stay from the, the observer but, from the yes, but. Okay. Yes, that's the sticky one. So the yes, but is it protecting you? Is it protecting something from changing, or is it something probably, to probably? Yeah, mm. it's not. It's the not letting go. Yeah, it's the not letting go. What will you lose by letting go? Mm, personal identity. Yeah. You'd be fine without it. Yeah. <laughs> personal identity doesn't quite agree with that. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's an energy form. It's trying to survive. The fight yeah. to survive is huge. Yeah. You know? But yet the autumn comes every year, or the fall comes every year, and, 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 and the leaves die, you know, but the tree doesn't. Identity yeah. will fall away, but it won't affect what you are. And there, and there's that fear of, and then what? Which is just a false fear. Yes. It's a desire to control what the outcome will be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So both are about nothing. They're just trying to maintain the status quo. That's all right. Bless the mind in its attempts to protect itself. It's fine. Just don't fall for it. Don't be a slave of your mind. See that it's saying, but what? See that it's saying, what happens then? It's like, okay, I hear you. We're going to go there anyway. I'm going there anyway. And you'll find that the fear was nothing. It was just an attempt to stall. That's right. That's all. That's all it does. So... The attempt to stall can stall you and you're back to where you were. Or you can say, yeah, it's an attempt to protect a personal identity which mm-hmm. is melting anyway. Mm-hmm. Jump in. Jump if I didn't fall back, it's okay because I can yeah. jump in again. Yeah, you can <laughs> jump in again. Yeah. You can jump in again. Yeah. You find you're in the same place again. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get sick of that, you'll say, okay, okay, I'm just going to go, you know, just yeah. going to not obey those thoughts, not obey those fears. Yeah. It's just fighting for its survival. But it's okay. There's a natural evolution of mind, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's not going to leave you incapable in any way. To lose personal identity it doesn't make you dysfunctional. Yeah, and I think, I think the mind fears that. Yes. Of course it does. Yeah. It will tell you that that will happen, mm-hmm. but it's not the truth. It's just trying anything to maintain the power that it has. It's just a ball of energy fighting for survival. Mm -hmm. 
but it's going back to source to be used and reused. And that's the flow of all things natural. Right. Also with mind. And so in one way, it's almost like you can play it being loving towards mind, to lay it to rest, gently, lovingly. You know, because I found that trying to fight your mind, whoa, that, that leads nowhere. Mm-hmm. That really doesn't, that's, that's a lot of mind on that. But there's kind of less mind in gently laying it to rest. Yeah, just saying thank you. Yeah, I hear you, but right. not going there. Right, yeah. Because we only have our mind to manage the mind. We all, that's all we have. Mm-hmm. It's still mind managing mind, mind laying mind to rest. <laughs> That's all we have is the mind, you know, but, but we can be clever about it and use it for its own annihilation. Okay, thank you. Hi. Nice to meet you. And you. <laughs> What's your name? Karen. Karen. Yeah, I saw you on um, Never Not Here for oh. that week. It was really wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just mine, but... <laughs> it's all mine. As soon as we open our mouth, it's mine. <laughs> it's okay. I guess um, the feeling is that, like, mind is just so strong, like, and the sense is that it's here. That, um, I guess that's just another trick, you know, like, it's not going to happen. I'm just, you know, it's way too strong. It's too overpowering. Um, That's just a thought, Karen. That's a thought. And that has the potency for you, like for the last lady the potency was, and what then? Uh, uh, but. Uh, mm, and so that has potency. Form. For, yeah. 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 Different hooks work with different people. It's just a thought to make you go, ooh, can't go there for whatever reason. Either I'm not capable or something awful will happen if I do or... Right. right. Or it's just been a big waste of time. Let me just go make money and... <laughs> yeah, and, and you can do that. And some people do that. And they go do that to discover that it's no good. It doesn't do it. It doesn't work. It's just a distraction. And I... Mm. Doesn't have the the buzz like it used to have. Right. And right. sometimes you need to go back mm. into the world and participate in the world in order to just really know that well that option I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> mm. And it's very valid to go back into the world and do that to arrive at that place of sick of it, only right. going in this path. <coughs> well, I've been seeing. Um, also, I've been observing like lately. Just this, it's coming at me from everywhere. Husband home, son, work. Um, so there has been a lot of, you know, stepping back, but then this, the feeling of the observer being um, affected. You know, there's observing, but there's still, you know, that that feeling of being affected. So, uh, you know, I had heard that an ego can also observe. So it must be, you know, this is not a full... I guess these are just so sticky, you know, especially yes. with relationships and um and uh actually um when you were in chicago i had called up and asked about moving i don't ah. remember but my question was being like what's the difference between being passive and just letting life happen 
Oh, your husband wanted to move and you didn't right. want to move. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, well, that's, that's kind of the context in which a lot of thoughts and stuff are happening. Um, well, basically, he made it clear, like, that's it. If we don't move, then it's over. Okay. Um, so we have an 11-year-old son. So, and I, I was like, well, I need to keep the family together at all costs. Oh, nice. But I just realized, you know, that that's a thought as well. Yes. You know, yes. and in your book you had mentioned noble thoughts. Yes. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying like now, now I'm like, all right, let's end it. But, um, but it seems like life, I think, is pushed, it seems to be moving in this direction so forcefully that mind is interpreting as being passive and not allowing my yes. power. Yes. Like all of this yes. stuff, you know, that you hear in yes. kind of empowered circles and new age. That's right. And That's so right. It gets a little confusing because... It does. Um... And again, another thought is my husband is so powerful, so is it healthy? And all these questions, and they're just really all thoughts. And, and you know, I, I realize, like, it's just all desires, and there's an I, you know, this, the desires are just personal. Like, they seem so real, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so important, you know, about where to live and what to do. And, you know, so there are little holes being poked in. But um, I guess the... Yeah, those are very seductive and seem very true. You know, being true to one's own, one's own um, a truth, if you yes. want to call it that way. Yes. But that could just be, you know, ego. Yes, it's all ego. <laughs> so I guess there's ego an idea. Ego is mind, you know, just for right. definition purposes. So I guess there's an idea like there's truth to ego and truth to truth. And how okay ah uh, yes and how to tell the difference or how to know if you're um yeah you know I'd pray to ego yeah when it feels like you've a decision to make what criteria do you use mm. right not not necessarily make the right decision, sure. but just not to be taken away by ego. And because I've been seeing all of its tricks, and yes. it all seems so real and legitimate. Yes. But yet, then there's that fear in the back, like, well, are you really, you know, sure. is that just ego trying to trick you, you know, and sure. being passive or sure. something other ego like? Sure. Either way, you're going to learn something. Well, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And either way you're going to experience something. It's not so much making the right decision. Because the right and wrong thing, let it get loose. Mm. There's a learning in everything. There's an experience in everything. Right. Until Karen arrives at the point of where it doesn't matter. If I'm in a marriage or not in a marriage, it doesn't matter as long as I'm parenting this kid. If that's very strong, of course, of course, he's 11. Of course, he needs parenting. Of course. Mm. So, of course, honor that. That pull is huge for you. Yeah, sure. But it doesn't matter where you live, really. No, I see that. And that then it comes, all these thoughts come in about stupid stuff like the dishwasher and the nice cabinets. You know, it's just... Yes. And thoughts about the future, and it doesn't make sense financially. It's all, I mean... Yes. It really, 
it's the conditioning is so strong, yes. you know, from family and society around all that stuff. Yeah. And this is really challenging all that. Yes. So then, then jump, then take the move. Well, I, yeah, the part of me is like, well, this could be very useful. So yes. I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you're boiling it down now. Because if there is a situation whereby you can, you can see that it's going to really tackle your conditioning, go for it. It's going to, well, yeah. I feel like it's going to, like you said, annihilate me because it's just his mother-in-law's house and I'm, uh, I'm at my mother-in-law's house. It's just, yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have to give up a lot, but that's an opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. If a stripping is come coming, go for it. Don't go looking for it, because then it's control. But yeah. if a stripping is coming, if discomfort is coming, use it. Mm. Use it. Okay. Use it. I, I went into... Um, uh, uh, a relationship with a with a guy a few years ago, and it was a really dysfunctional relationship. And I knew he was destroying me. I mean, it was a terrible relationship. And I knew, that, you know, my friends would say, "Like, you're nuts. You you would have pulled women out of this situation." And I'm like, but he's, "He's killing me. He's telling me I'm ugly. He's telling me I'm." Useless at this, that I, you know, he doesn't want to introduce me to his friends because he embarrassed to be seen with me. And I was saying, come on, hit me with it, hit me with it. You know, <laughs> I, something in me was saying, come on, because everything he's beating is what I think I am. Mm. And I stayed there. I stayed there until, like, it was clear that he just went with somebody, went off with somebody else and fell in love with her. And I thought, I'm out. Oh, it's done. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, oh, like, it's in soon. How much more? How much more? But I stayed there until, until I had no power to stay in it anymore, until it was taken away. Mm. And it was fantastic. In hindsight, that torture was great. <laughs> because, now, if I didn't have the skills to use it, sure, it would have been frightfully destructive. Mm. It would have destroyed me if I didn't have the skills to see that everything he's doing is walloping what is revered by society as being okay and what I, what I was holding on to. Right. So if you have that objectivity, Karen, and it looks like you have, because you can see that it's the conditioning and you can see that the dishwasher, you know, mm-hmm. you can see where your thinking is. Use it. Use it. And in these situations, they don't make sense. They don't make economic sense. They don't make any sense on any level. But they destroy every bit of a comfort zone that's hidden in there. Yeah. Well, this has been going for so long. I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah, that happens too. And when total exhaustion comes, our resistance gets less. And we can't fight and sustain the ego anymore. And it's a great blessing. That absolute exhaustion is a great meltdown. Right, because I was thinking it was more like a midlife oh, depression sort of thing. That was like another question. So how do you know the difference between this sort of exhaustion and just kind of depression and giving up? And Wait until it changes. Yeah. Sometime when it changes, you'll see what it is. But that also, I mean, those depression sort of things, those are all just formed by thoughts as Oh, well. totally. They're all thoughts. <laughs> They're all thoughts. But while you're in the thought, you can't see it until you're out of it. Yeah. It's just a matter of believing them. Believing them mm. or seeing them for yeah. just thoughts passing through. Okay. Very exciting time for you. 
Yeah. Well, it's funny because I just came from my sister's house and she has the absolute most harmonious relationship yeah. and they just, you know. So I, I guess I can give up envying that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's a great gift. It's a great gift to be, you know. That guy that I was with now, you know, he sees, you know, he profusely apologizes for how he treated me because, you know, Right. And it's and I'm like, no, don't apologize. It was fantastic. It was exactly what I needed. And, and he knows, but he just feels so bad. Because for him, he's doing the guilt trip now. Because right. he has the objectivity of where he was. And mm. I'm out of it, so I can have gratitude for him. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to string him up at the time. You know, but that was my thing. You know? That was the thing. So I can trust that when it all... If it's supposed to all end, it will end on it. It'll be obvious. Yes, There's no really decision that I have to make. There is no decision Because that's to part make. of it. Like, what should I do? Should I stay? Should I go? But it's my son, blah, blah, blah. If you don't know that. what to do, do nothing. Yeah, that's... That's the good <laughs> classic. Yeah, do nothing if you don't know what to do. Okay. So I don't have to know. No. No, not knowing is better. Because it keeps you away from the, the controlling thing. It keeps mm. you in like, well, patience. I've got a session. Just wait and see how this unfolds. But whatever beliefs around safety and trust and familiarity, they're all being destroyed together. You go for it, girl. All right. Let it all be taken. <laughs> It'll only take what you're not. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. <laughs> Gives me great confidence. <laughs> good, good. So when you say this, I've been avoiding my father because he's very critical of me. So I said, okay, I'm not coming back, I'm, you know. And uh, so how do you work with, you know, when I feel... You know, it feels like he's trying to, you know, tell me, get in the boat, we're going on this trip, and it's like, I don't want to go. So don't be like Tyler, my great, you know, nephew. It's like, I'm 53, I don't want to go. And, um, you know, and then he's criticizing me for being vegetarian, you know. It's like, so I left the dinner table, you know, I'm like a little kid. I took my dinner, I went in the car, and I ate it in the, par in the car. So it's like, how do I deal with, you know, these jabs? And they're not a big deal, but... There's something being triggered. Something being triggered. Something being triggered. Do you know that they're about him and not about you? Do you know that it's a spitting from him, his unhappiness? Uh, yeah. So at what point do you make them about you? <sighs> okay, when he tells me to get in the boat, but I think I have to get in the boat or get in this confrontation and I don't like okay. confrontation. Okay, there are two options. So then it becomes about me. Yes. The body doing something. 
try a so what in it if you're getting on the boat or not getting on the boat. Well, it's going to rain. I was afraid I was going to die because it's going to rain. It's going to be like <laughs> lightning. So it's the body again. Yeah, it's the body again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Right, a few things going on. One thing that might link in with, with an overlap between mm-hmm. Karen and yourself, Connie. Mm-hmm. In it, in it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's just another subject, mm-hmm. independent of the two of you, but that it's kind of needs to be said, I think. If you're in a situation and you have the skills to see how it's, how you can use it spiritually, great. If you don't, sometimes it's better to get out. If, if something is actually destructive, if you know, for example, I don't have the capacity to not let these daggers in. I just, I just don't have that objectivity. Something is just too weak here. Then get out. Then walk away. Yeah. If something is self-destructive, if any situation is actually destructing you and you cannot use it, Spiritually, if yeah, you want well, to it's like my all weekend, you know, my sister is micromanaging her teenage son and her husband, and so all weekend I'm listening to these ego, you know, her ego control, 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 and just trying to sit with myself and ignore it. Yeah, okay. And so it felt like that sort of wore me down. That you know, I was yeah. trying to handle yeah. it. Yeah. And then when my father goes on me, I just snapped. Yeah. So it feels like I'm trying to use my spiritual yes. skills, yes. and I'm not really cutting the mustard because it's still getting in there. It's still okay. irritating me, and okay. you know I'm trying, but I'm not. It's just overload. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not really okay with it. Yes. I guess. Yes. What do you want? I want to be at peace. I want to connect with that peace inside and I don't want to be bothered by them. And I've had that experience in the past of, yeah. of not being affected. Yes. So I know it's possible. Yes. What were the conditions that, 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 that supported no, that? Grace. Yeah, okay. It was just there. Okay, yeah, yeah, I just was there. I had the experience of my kids yelling at me and it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't personal. Yes. Yes. So that's why I want that equanimity and... Yeah. To be able to be in the world. I feel like I can't be in the world now because I'm too triggered. The desire to be not triggered yeah. is at the root of this. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be okay to be triggered. It has to be okay to be triggered. Yeah, that's it, it happens yeah. soon. The yeah. only thing that's triggered is your ego. Yeah. It's an idea that you're triggered. It's an idea that this isn't comfortable, this isn't safe, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel good, I'm not connected. Yeah. The all about me story comes right up. So your father's doing an all about me, about vegetarianism and getting the boat, and you're doing an all about me. Same, yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. There's a desire to control running in both of you. <coughs> so just let it be. Yes. 
being triggered happens. Yeah. It's not about you. The I is not being triggered. Yeah. It's a thought that there's somebody being triggered yeah. based on memory and desire for it to be another way. Tricky, huh? No, good. I think I got just, it's okay to be triggered. It's, it's okay, okay not to fight that. That's right. On a control, pleasant That's right. experience. That's it. It's the controller is active yeah. and the triggers bring yeah. out your control. And for you, it's yeah. a spiritual control. For your dad, it's around what you eat. Yeah. Same, same, really. It's just control yeah. with a different story. <clears throat> so my control is wanting to have pleasant experiences. Yes. Pleasant is good and triggering is bad. <laughs> not so. Yeah. Only it's not by the problem I left. No. No, these things happen. Triggering And then happens. I didn't have to go on the boat because they left without me. Okay. So it's all the control uh, thing. Yes, 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 yes. I got out of going in the boat. <laughs> and that's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you sure? All right. Get myself over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's okay yeah. to be triggered. Being out on the water with lightning. That's right. Yeah. See what happens then. Yeah. See what happens then. Yeah. Wear a life jacket. Great. You know. <laughs> that doesn't help if you're electrocuted. <laughs> you won't know about it. Your hair will go curly, but you won't know about it. Great. It's, it's all okay, yeah. Connie. Yeah. It's all okay. It's the desire for it to be different is what causes yeah. the pain. Yeah. A desire will be under something if yeah. something is... It's not okay. It's like, well, there's a desire for it to be different. Go for that. Yeah. And somehow the rest is just... It's just happening. Why can't it happen? No controller. Yeah. The controller arises out of the desire for it to be different. Great. Peace Great. comes, peace doesn't come. You know. It's there all the time underneath the eye story anyway. <clears throat> That's where the peace is, knowing it, being at peace with whatever comes. So yes, and even deeper than that. Do you know? Because being at peace... That's kind of a halfway house. It, it's, a, it's a good stepping stone. Being at peace with whatever comes. Because that's kind of a learned response. But what I'm talking about is deeper than that. Not even saying that being at peace with things is a good thing to do. I'm not interested in that. It's not a good thing to do. All of it. Get rid of all of it. You see? Yeah. Hi. 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 One of uh, my uh, strongest um, defenses is I won't I won't be able to take care of myself if uh, I really focus or allow um, the depth. I won't be able to function in the world and take care of myself. That's my story, and I know it's a story, but I just need to expose it. Yes, great. <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah. So is it, is it that I won't be able to take care of myself for a period of transition or possibly forever? I won't be, right, I won't be functioning in the world, bringing in money, paying the rent. Forever? Yeah, if I, if I okay. make this step, there is, 
see, I, I, I'm emotionally attached to this story. Sure, there of won't, course. I will just, I'll drop, you know, there, I, I won't be able to function. And, yes. And I have to function. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real emotional block. And I understand the roots. Okay. Or how, how it got there. Ah, okay, great. Because large family took care of younger ones. Ah. All over now. They're gone. People have died. They moved on. And so I am free now. I'm, here's the fear. I'm afraid. Yes. But if I let go, no one will be there for me. Yes. That's the block. Yes. And it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. And, and I know it's funny, so <laughs> I mean, it is, it's, it's um, dramatic, but I know that it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. But it's real. But it's believed in there. Oh, I, I really believe it. It is, I think, the biggest block to me, letting go of what is now a fallow existence. Okay. You know, there's there's no charge in this existence. Yes, yes. The last of the people have died. Yes. So I'm free to yes. do this, and yet yes. I'm afraid. And yes, you kind of need them there, and don't yeah, need them there. Yeah, because if mm. they are there, then I have responsibility, and everybody understands that. Okay. But they would never understand me dropping out of the world. Yes. Which I feel yes. I need to do. Yes. So there's my little theater. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's theater, but I so believe it. Yes. Or oh, I'm so attached to it. Yes. Same thing. Thank you. Where, where, where? But it's it's there, and it is the, this. So, of course, when I meet people like yourself, I say. I'm sure she had to drop out. You know, there's nobody paying her rent or whatever. Um, so, you know, I know it's a story. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just needed to say it. Okay, so let's paint the worst scenario. Bag lady. Bag lady. And what's wrong with being a bag lady? Genuinely. Uh -huh. Genuinely. Bad bathrooms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a preference for okay sanitation, but not okay sanitation happens too. Yeah. And then you would be dissolving the preference for yeah. sanitation. Yeah. Okay, so that would be Indian, something so. to work at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can be adaptable, but I'm just... Okay. Um, just not being connected to... Mm. Uh, to family or, or the social life. Ah. Would it be that they would judge you? Yes, but, I mean, that's not as important as I couldn't call them then, them if I needed them. There wouldn't be any support. You sure of that? Uh, no, because it... Most of my siblings are brothers. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> That there wouldn't be support. Right. Right. They have their own lives and families. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I, 
I don't know how I would survive. Okay. If that which moves through your form, giving you the experience of being a woman, mm-hmm. if that needs to be a bag lady, it's going to happen. Okay, so I can't resist. <laughs> whether it's spiritually <laughs> triggered or whether it's triggered because of whatever. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. drop in another mega financial crisis. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. If that's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right. Right. But it's unlikely. It's, it's unlikely if I stay plugged into the world, but if I'm unplugged in the world, I fear it is likely. Mm. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. Okay. <laughs> because you know that the fear is not based on the truth of the story, that it's actually the fear. Yes. You know that the story isn't true. Right. You, you do have that much. Yes, I You do. know the story isn't true. Right. So the bag lady thing probably isn't going to happen. But I'm saying, actually, well, well, you can leave a little bit of space. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> We leave it a bit of space. Bag lady, if it comes, you're going to learn something by it. Right. Okay. So, now we've got this. So, bag lady's okay. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, there'd be a, a lesson in trust right there. Yeah, there will. There'd be plenty to work on. So, okay. So, bag lady's okay. So, stepping back from the bag lady, we've got the belief. And you know the belief isn't true. You know it's just a belief that, that rings true because of... It's not true anymore. No, it's not true anymore right. because it has to do with that pattern of the oldest looks after the younger. Somebody, yeah. it must be there to look after the others. Yeah, and that's all gone okay. now. Okay. Just recently gone. Okay. Something outside of the immediate family structure will look after you. There are six billion people on the planet. There might be one or two. <laughs> <laughs> really, without being smart, genuinely, yeah. help comes outside of family for this work more than within. Oh, yes, and I, yes, that, I know that's true. Yes. Yes. So we don't know where it comes from, because selfless service is such a huge part of, of this work, mm-hmm. that we end up taking people in, we, we end up supporting each other in the breakdown all the time. Yeah. Because it kind of takes care of itself in that way. Right. Do you know? My attachment is to be completely self-sufficient. Yes. And that's just an attachment. Yes. It doesn't... It's meaningless. It's meaningless. Yeah. Sometimes there will be self-sufficiency and sometimes there will be dependency. Yeah. Both will happen. You've got to be okay with both. Right. It can go either way. Right. It can change every few week, few days. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that's another thing that I still have strong in me is wanting to control... Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Be fluid. Be fluid like water. Oh, God. <laughs> I, yeah, well. <laughs> Be fluid like water. No, I do have some water signs, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mommy. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> do you know the way water will move around, obstacles move over, it will stay in a whirlpool for a while? The flexibility to roll with whatever comes yeah. would help greatly. Yeah. Yeah. Because this fear is actually not based on anything except, you know, lack of control or, f- you know, it's, you know, it's only a thought. Yeah, it's, it's early conditioning. Yeah, yeah. it's just early conditioning. Mm-hmm. So, 
the worst thing is actually an opportunity as well. Yeah. And along the way, if there's a desire to be controlled, to be control in control, that will be taken away. If there is a desire to be self-sufficient, that will be taken away. And they're all okay. Yeah. Life moves like that. The very thing that thinks it's in control is the thing that will die. So then there is nothing that is bothered about being in control or not in control. There is a knowing that you never were in control. That the I thought was never more than a thought. That it was in control of nothing. Yeah. Of nothing. You know, it's just like... I know this is true, but it's just like, you know, you have your little doll and you're not ready to let the doll down because your doll's like a child with a teddy bear. It's been with you. Yes. So you want to take care of it. Yes, yes, yes. But it is a doll. But it is a doll. Yeah. Yes. That's right. So is 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 it you can take the doll but not be attached to it because it is something that has has served you. Yeah, it was part of the play. It's yeah. part of the manifestation. So the doll being, you use the word energy form, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But it's just like, okay, that has done its work. I'm not going to destroy it. Yes. But, you know, it's not... No, it fades. Yeah, it fades. It gets just it. left there. Right. Yes. Okay. Until you forget that it's there. Right. Dropping out mightn't need to happen at all. Right. Something kind of tells me that the whole lot is part of the story. Do you know? That even the idea that that an opting out or a pulling back or a pulling out, I'm not convinced that's even going to happen. Right. I'm not convinced. Right. (laughs) It feels like it's of the same... It's got the same color as as the belief that there'll be nobody there to take care of you. The idea that you must drop out. I'm not convinced. So it's business as usual. Business as usual. This is an inside gig. Without <laughs> without identification with the doll. Yes. Or yes. the energy. Yes. So it's just business as it's usual. It's business as usual. Let it let happen. What yes. happened? You're playing a role when you go buy a shop, buy, buy the newspaper in the shop. You play a role when you go to work. Yeah. Th- these roles happen. You're none of them. But right. we just play these roles. That's how it works. But half the time, you know, it's not seen that we're playing a role. We are the woman in the shop. We are the employee, whatever. I thought it was really important, the role I was playing prior to now. Sure. So now the role I have is, as I say, fallow. There's nothing. It's yes. stupid. Yes, it's all fallow. Yeah. <laughs> all now did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. But that was the trick is I thought what I was doing before, you know, taking care had a sense of importance. And perhaps it's, I don't know. No. It it's either all important or none of it is important. The truth is none of it's important. The truth is none of it's important, yes. Yeah. That that was my role, okay. Yes. Big deal. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Life will continue through that yeah. frame. Yeah. And it's, it's like no, no fireworks, no 
No, nothing drastic. Not at all. Nothing drastic. <laughs> nothing, just the dropping of the I story. Belief in the I story. And it's okay to have uh, a, an unimportant life. Yes. Show right. me an important one. Right. Really. <laughs> well, there's... Do you yeah, know? the mind can say there's... The mind can, according to its value system. Yes, there's some individuals that have important lives. Yes. There, there are no individuals. There's just mm-hmm. energy moving through bodies that's right. doing things, seemingly being busy and making change happen. That's how it works. That's just stuff moving and changing. So a mother's life or a father's life is not that more valuable than somebody that doesn't No. No. For sure, no. Right. You're right. It is one enormous, gigantic flux of movement. And I've been mistaking cultural norms or values. Yes. For reality. For reality. Yeah. Yes. (sighs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And because mind sees separate and labels this and that and good and bad or whatever then it imagines that's important, that's not important. But the whole thing moves as one. It's the butterfly effect, you know? The whole lot moves as one organism, actually. Yes. You know, everything impacts, every single movement impacts and everything else. There's only one movement. Yes. Creation, cosmos, is what I'm referring to. Yes. So I was just... Yeah. Attached to one. Sure, it gets broken down. Yeah, it gets broken down into the relative I, what I can see and what I deem as important, you know? The perspective gets very narrow. But it's like, come right out. Come right out. See the whole show. Where's the significance or insignificance of what you're going to do on Monday morning in that? You're going to do what you're going to do. Right. It's not significant or insignificant. You're just going to do whatever, whatever is happening. You can imagine that I'm deciding it, and because I believe it's right, but it's going to happen anyway. Try stopping it. Okay, so this is huge judgment. It's just to protect. It's just mind trying to protect itself. Yeah, I have a strong, strong... Yes. Well, I mean, everybody does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let it move you. Yeah. Let it move you. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay, you. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hi. <clears throat> well, this body-mind is doing a lot of practices, a lot okay. of exercises a very long time. Um, and uh, uh, normally I feel very well in this awareness. Well, my difficulty is now that I'm getting, I'm becoming a very sort of unsocial with normal uh, people uh. because, um, well, it's not when I am with people like here, I can talk like a waterfall. Okay. See? Because, oh. uh, well, I know it's a sort of like a family. Yes. I feel very well and uh, I know it's the same same, we have the same topic, yes. we have the same interests, we yes. have the same level of uh, being, and somehow it's easy. 
But uh, somehow it's difficult when I'm with normal people. Yes. Somehow I have... <laughs> Whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's totally you know what I mean? Of course, of course. <laughs> so I have the impression there's not much to talk about anymore because I'm not interested yes. in any more of those stories. I'm not interested in politics and opinions and all those things, you see. So, and in the small talk, and I make a lot of effort because I don't want to seem to be arrogant or something. I make a lot of effort, but of course they feel my effort. You know, yes. I don't feel comfortable. Yes. Um, Anybody else here feel the same? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and normally I'm living alone in Germany, so that's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm living very much for myself, and I'm very often in silence, just silent. Yes. Uh, or doing services. You see, yes. when I work, it's fine. I yes. feel fine working. But just the sitting together and talking about uh, nothing, uh, about uh, those normal things, yeah. um, doesn't make me happy. Now I'm with the family of my daughter here in Rochester, visiting them, always in summer three months. And then I'm somehow together with... Yeah, well, with my son-in-law, the family, and, well, I make a lot of efforts, like I said, but, well, for, for example, three days ago there was a situation, there was one opinion, he was trying to discuss something, and, well, and I could feel this trigger, you see, it was a subject, uh-huh. of course, I'm still triggered, okay. Things, you know, okay. some subject, and he was triggered too, so, and I felt this, whew, this, this, fire coming up, you know, to discuss now, and I knew somehow it would end very badly, and then I could keep myself back, and I said, well, you see, this is just like it is, this is your opinion, this is my opinion, and this is just like it is, and we will not come, there's no truth on this level. Yes. So we just can stop here, you see. Yes. No, must yes. not. But, hmm, uh, but... It happens a lot of times yes. like that, so I don't know how to deal. I don't want to missionary, do, yes. do missionary work. I mean, mm-hmm. although I would like to do that, you see, this is what I like most, to talk to people and tell, but this is, they don't like that, you see. They, they say, well, okay, you are doing yoga and meditation and all this, we know that, but that's not our thing, you see. Yes. So, uh, somehow I feel separated, I don't want to do that. Uh, I try to work for them and I, try to participate and all they do, but this talking, I don't know how I should deal with that. Yes. Without missionary, uh, doing missionary things. Yes. Without uh, being all the time silent, going yes. into my room, being silent, they feel like I neglect them, you yes. know, the whole... Oh, I know. Yeah. So I really don't know how to deal with that. And then my friends come and then they say, oh, well, you're... You are always busy with your friends and not that silent like a monk, like sure, it seems sure, so. Sure. When I'm together with them. So, this is somehow difficult. Yeah. So, how can I deal with that? Mm. Okay. A couple of things just to take out of it first. Let this work be private. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, uh, there's. Mm, there's very little value in, in, in trying to encourage other people to see the world as you do. Mm-hmm. People will, wa- will wake up by themselves. They don't need you to help them. Mm-hmm. They will come upon it, as we do. We come upon it in the most unlikely ways. Mm-hmm. It rarely works when somebody else is telling us about 
what they've discovered because it only works for them. Mm-hmm. It kind of, this material of seeing reality or being interested in truth, it kind of comes in from the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, there's no need to talk to people about it. There's no need to imagine that you're helping them or whatever. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> but take away that subject. Okay. If somebody asks you about it, okay, there's the invitation. But other than that, it generally doesn't work. Because it's, it's generally motivated by, well, this is working for me and I can help your life. It mm-hmm. tends to be based on mm-hmm. judgment and desire and... Mm-hmm. Such a strong urge to... Yes, it's... it's to, yes. To help them because... Yes. We can feel the happiness. See? Yes. But so, and see them suffering. Yes, but what they really are is not suffering. There is no separation between you and them. So if you're running those ideas, you will then think that you have to do something to help them. But go deeper in it and and you will see that all of that is based on a lie too. Mm -hmm. Okay? So keep your spiritual work to yourself unless somebody invites you to speak about it. Socially, we play a role with family, with events, whatever. We play a role. And you know how you'd be talking to a kid about, let's say you have a seven-year-old son and he's talking about a football match that he played and you've no interest at all in football. But he's back and so also ran up and fasted and you're like, really? What happened then? You know, <laughs> it's like that kind of continues. We say it's okay for our kids. It's okay to be, to, to, mm-hmm. to, to fake an interest yeah. in their life. Yeah. But outside of your kids, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the whole lot of it is a bluff. <laughs> do you know? The whole lot of it is pretense. Mm-hmm. The whole lot of it is a game. Mm-hmm. But we've somehow said it's okay to pretend with kids. This is the shop, and we'll buy this, and, and you have no problem playing it, and it's totally rubbish. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay? So we, yeah. we play with kids, but as adults, somehow we, we, we don't want to play. No. Mm-hmm. But there's only playing. It's all play. Even satsang is playing. Imagining you've, you've something to get, something to understand, that you, that you have to wake up, that you're not peace, that you are an individual. Sure, that's play. You're playing at waking up. We're playing here. This isn't real either. Mm-hmm. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cover charge and a two drink minimum. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. all play. Okay. But the desire for, no, I want to talk about the truth, or I want to be in silence, or I can't talk about this anymore because this isn't real and I know what the truth is, these are just desires running. Mm-hmm. Everything that can be said is already a lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can only point exactly. toward the truth. We can't even talk about the truth. Right, yeah. Right. Everything that we say is trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. how is something more trash yeah. than something else? <laughs> yeah, that's really true. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're all lies. The 
the fact yeah. that you're, you know, that there's a spiritual practice going on, that you have things you're interested in, it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's rubbish too. It belongs to the theatre. Right. It belongs yeah, to the yeah, theatre. Yeah, to the cinema. Mm. It does. Right. Yeah. Yes. So instead of looking for skills on how to manage it, see it for what it is. It's all opportunity to play. And I don't want to play with you. And I don't want to play today. That happens too. <laughs> we're, we're big kids, you know. We're big kids. We are. We're just big kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it's all yeah. <laughs> Just great. <Yeah. laughs> really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So very often the thing that that is underneath this this transition is that we can imagine that spiritual conversation is more important than talking about politics. Mm-hmm. That the truth is actually much more valuable than yeah. than financial crisis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really, it's not. That's a, a concept. They're just concepts. Concept. They're all concepts. Yeah, right. They're all concepts. Exactly. So play where you want to play. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll pull back. Sometimes you won't want to play and you'll have to play anyway. Yeah. Watch the desire to play or not to play. And don't place spiritual conversation on any higher value system than mm-hmm. anything else. And go after the desire to play and not to play. Okay. To not chat and not to chat. Sure, it feels like effort to, to, to talk rubbish. You know, what we call rubbish. You know, talk about whatever. Prices of dishwashers. Do you know, and this big conversation comes out about where to get the cheapest dishwasher. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. something but, is seeing that it's garbage. But it's all garbage. Yeah. You see? Yeah. But there is a sort of fun humor about yes. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, it's yeah. all to be enjoyed. Yeah, that's right. It's all to be enjoyed. No conversation can take you from oh, the yes. peace that's inside. Mm-hmm. But the desire to not want to participate in the conversation, right. that will distract you. Yeah, 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 right. That will right. bring your attention away from what you are. Exactly, I can see The that. desire to not play, the desire exactly. to not have the conversation, exactly. that's the problem. That's the pain. That's the effort. Yeah. Running that desire, everything will be effort beyond that. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's fantastic. Do you know? Yeah. (laughs) If if you need a little trick for your mind in order to make this more useful, Uh a little trick is, well, it's service. This person is going to talk about (sighs) their sick aunt for half an hour whom I've never met, whom I'll never meet, but this is service. You, you, you can do that if you like. It's kind of a halfway house. It's a way of mm, softening the desire to get out of there. It's a way of softening the desire. It's like, this is service too. This is service too. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But ideally, it's like, whoa, there's a desire there not to be in this conversation. So what? Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. Okay. So what we could do in this situation, watch this aversion. Yes. Right? Yes. To see, to find this aversion and this desire to be somewhere else, or yes. to do something else. Yes. And instead, and yes. this, this, this is the hook where it, the ego is yes. hanging. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. I can see that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
feel so much lighter. I love the humor and just, you know, the way you're helping us. Helping me. It's just, I feel so much lighter. You know, just to, which I'm a lightness about it all. Because it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really, it's a joke. It's a cosmic joke or something. I saw that phrase someplace recently. It's like, yeah, it is. Because, because it's not about what you are. You're, you're manifesting in every version possible. In every moment you're manifesting everything that can be manifested. Surely it's to be enjoyed. Surely. kind of makes sense that it's to be enjoyed. But the eye is a very serious thing, <laughs> isn't it? You know, that's where the seriousness comes in. You know, there's nothing lost and there's nothing gained in any of this. Hi. <laughs> Do we need to do anything? Mm. I mean, you're talking and sharing, but do we really need to think or watch? Or will it all just happen anyways? Yes and no. Yes, it will happen anyway, but the the I will think it's making it ha- it's making it happen. Mm. That's the trick. Mm-hmm. As long as there is an I running. Let it think that it's doing something to make mm-hmm. things better. I see. But it's a trick. And when the eye burns out, you see that the eye was the problem. And that the eye didn't do anything to make it happen. It was just a seeing that was going to come anyway. Right. But before the seeing comes, use the eye. And in that way, it kind of <sighs> energetically prepares it to burn out. The idea that there's some place to go, something to do, until that stops. Some place to go, it can be a better car, a better house, better job. Okay, that's some place to go. And then it's like liberation for the mind. That becomes a place to go. The going will stop. The searching will stop. But you might as well be doing something that's healthy. And something that will give you a relative peace. Something that will stop the pain a lot of the time, like observing. Why not do those things? And those experiences very often are the ones just pre-liberation. I'm not sure why, but they tend to be what happens just pre-liberation. That the training of the mind happens. They tend to be the latter end of experiences. Do you see? It's more like that than actually that they caused it. It's like, no, it's just that, you know, the leaves turn turn golden before they fall off. Some don't. They fall off when they're green, and some buds don't, they just break off, and they don't even make it to flowering. Do you know? But most get golden before they fall off. And it's like that. A leaf can fall any time. Liberation can come any time. But for most, the experiences just before it are the honing down of mind and the practicing of observer because there's a lot less pain there when you understand, whoa, it's my thought that's making me suffer. But it's just that those types of experiences happen before liberation. 
So doing nothing happens for some and working really hard happens for others. But at the end of the day, it all gets dropped. In the dropping of it all, a space is created. But the dropping of it all is a natural organic, this is pointless, I can't do it. That, that level of surrender is an opening. But the idea that, well, it's going to have to happen anyway, I can't do it. But I hope it happens. But, but maybe this will work. If it doesn't, doesn't work, I could always start it up again in six months' time. And mm-hmm. That's kidding yourself. That one. Do you know? Yes. Because suffering will happen. Well, people can do that, but what happens is that a lot of pain comes. I feel like I have moments of both of them. Okay. Where I do, there's just a letting go and just yeah. totally, almost like an all done with everything. Uh-huh. And then there's moments where I just have to go here, have to do this, have to read this. You know, I yes. get very caught up in the searching. Yes. Yes. But I do feel that the searcher really relaxing in me. There, There is more, like it seems like in the last maybe few weeks, just a letting go and... Just kind of going with whatever is happening. Yes. There is a freedom to that. There is a freedom to that, yes. Yes. And funnily enough, it's the spiritual practice that brings those mini freedom mm-hmm. things that are in our lifestyle. The individual feels free. Spiritual practice will do that. Yes. And that's why we're drawn to it, is there is some break. So what I'm wondering is... Is part of the spiritual practice looking at the concepts, because we've been talking a lot about that in the last two days, you know, just seeing those things that drive us. We've all been sharing, you know, those places. Is that part of the practice? Because yes. I get stuck by myself, you know, because I'm in it. I'm doing it, you know. Okay. Um, so it's hard, you know, sometimes to even know what question to ask myself. Okay. And then sometimes the awareness just comes. I didn't have to do anything. So that's yes. sort of what prompted my whole question in the first place. Yes. Your mind isn't that busy, is it? It's very busy. Is it really? <laughs> and are you in the thoughts? <laughs> are you in the thoughts? Are you having the thoughts? Are you in their story? Or do you see the busyness? I see both. I'm both. Okay. I feel both. Okay. I have moments. Okay. The more you can see the thoughts, then attention is not in them. It's not running the all-about-me story. The all-about-me story is the most painful state. So you can do that much. You can train mind to observe and see what's Mm -hmm. happening. And somehow there's more space there. You can do that much. But the seeking does stop. But it's an experience being had, huh? As if there's something to look for. As if you've lost something. As if you'll find something. But the I thinks that. Yeah, sometimes I do see the um, the game of it all. You know, yeah, play of you all. do. I, just, I think you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it does make me laugh. <laughs> you know, I, think I, I watch it and it's just... It's really quite comical. But other times... It's extremely painful, and um, yeah, I think why, 
you know, why are we doing all this? So it does kind of go back and forth. <coughs> yes. There's no why. There's no... Yes, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. The why... Yeah. Okay. That leads you. nowhere. <coughs> okay. So uh, recently, I like um, I like to go around and, and see different teachers, you know. And I was out on the West Coast, and then I saw a bunch of teachers there, and basically satsang teachers, non-dual teachers. And then I was going down to Rockville, Maryland, to see John Wheeler and then Adishanti in Philly, and I was like totally flying high, and really inflated, and. Uh, Everything was, uh, you know, everything was good. And so then I got back to my job. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, I was like, somehow the <laughs> the forces that beat decided it was time for me to go. <laughs> and it was like, wow. It was, uh, you know, I could see I went through like Kubler-Ross's stages of death and dying. Like, like, I was arguing with him. I was negotiating. You know? <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was like, I could, I didn't, usually I'm pretty active and busy. All of a sudden I was just like lying around watching television all the time. And, um, I, uh, I don't know if I have a question. It took a while to get used to the idea, and then I realized, well, this is actually a really good thing because I'll be financially okay and I can do what I want I don't have to be in a schedule uh, quitting your job is it? yeah or oh. sort of uh, retiring I guess okay is. sort of like okay it's time to retire okay and um, did that come organically or did it come because because the deflation at work and you're fed up with it I might have um, missed something well, I still like my job, but it's right. but it is sort of routine. I mean, I've been in it for like thirty years or something like that. Okay. And um, I remember one night in the middle of the night, I had this like like this burning fire in my heart, and I could see it. It was like it was sort of like anger and a paranoia, and was uh, but it only happened one night. But it was but it had this real like visual thing, and you know, I could see like. Something had affected me, you know. This job had its roots in my heart, you know. And um, so uh, I, um, I mean, I, and I still don't know. The ego doesn't really know if it's the right thing to do or not. You know, it's like, okay, I can plan this. Yes, I can, okay. I can retire and I'll be fine. I can do this and this. Uh -huh. and this. Uh -huh. I haven't had a chance to do that. Or I could, you know, here's a fight. You know, I could stick it out at civil service. I could... I can I can fight it, you know. Or then I could s step back and say, well, you know, this looks like it's a it, it looks like a natural process, you know. It looks like okay, you 
you entered this employment, it's like going into a digestive system, you know, now it's time to go out. (laughs) 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 Just, uh, and, uh, so, gee, I don't know, I, I don't really have a question about it, I just think that I see, um, that, uh, It's sort of taken away from the self-realization game. You know what I mean? It's like, because that was what I was, I'm usually totally focused on. I'm either reading something or I'm looking at videos or I'm sure. like, and, um. Excuse me, just to clarify, did your boss ask you to leave? Is that what happened? Um, yes. She took me to her boss and her boss said, well, you know, it's time to it's time to go. Oh. Oh, sort of like you. that. Yeah, thank you. I, I thought I was missing something all right too. Yeah, okay. so it was, okay. I mean, but it wasn't like they, you know, so it's civil service, so it isn't really like, I still, it's still my decision. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, so it's a sort of a personal crisis. I mean, it's sort of something different. I mean, I've never really had um unstructured time since i was like in high school and sure and didn't have a job for the summer or something sure like but uh and it's sort of like very eco deflating i mean it's yes. really a um a uh it's a drag no i mean okay i wasn't really and it was a surprise i mean it was so i mean i knew the force the forces were there, you know, beneath the surface, but I didn't really know they were going to come up and do that. You know? Okay. Is it a done deal? Have you left the no. job? Okay. You're, so you're still at the point of making the decision? Right, yeah. Okay. I haven't even, I sort of negotiated it six months off, you know. Ah, so right. Okay. And I haven't even done the paperwork yet. All right. Okay. So there's a bit of fear coming up around what you're going to do with all Right, the I can always say, well, right, what am I going to do all day? That's it, right? That's one problem. And um, the other problem is with all this unstructured time, I could just take off you know, and leave for months at a time. You could? So, actually, that sounds pretty good. But <laughs> <laughs> so you think you, you will need to fill the time? Yes. Well, I do a lot of stuff I'm outside of work. You know, mostly with this, uh, like I transcribe stuff. Okay. I I do a little course in different um, satsang teachers. You know, we we um, you know yeah. go through their works and then move on to the next one. So we've gone through a lot of different teachers and. Uh, so that's that's enough, but it's not enough to occupy. I mean, I do it fine while I'm working, so it's okay. not all that much. Uh, okay. Um, right, there is that problem. I'm a pretty active person, and I probably would get within a short period of time. I would probably get bored. That would be a thought to manage, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, right. That's a fear. Yes. And. Um, Plus, just the unknown, you know, you just don't really know. Yes. What's gonna, what's up? Yes. But it does seem like, you know, I mean, I follow astrology and I see it's a big Saturn transit, so I think, uh oh, this is really 
the real world is saying this, you know what I mean? I just give it some credibility here. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know much things much about those things. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's like, okay, this is important. You better pay, you better pay attention to it. Okay. Just brush it off. Okay. So, um... What was your first intuitive response when the idea was placed in front of you? Before the mind came in and started weighing up the pros and cons, what was the first intuitive response? I think the first response was that I accepted it. Then do it. You know, it was like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. I mean, it's Then do it. Yeah. Intuition is an aspect of mind that comes before the doubting facility. Uh-huh, yeah. And if you can remember clearly that your intuition was saying, yeah, let's go with this. Then when, when, when some time passes and we haven't laid it to rest, mind says, okay, now, now, now let's make a big problem all about me and what I'll do and what I won't do and the fears and, and, all right, it's a fight. Let's get in there. Yeah, <laughs> you've got the great drama and mind loves drama. Right, yeah. But the decision is made already, because your intuition told you what to do. Yeah. Told you what was going to happen yes, through your form. Yes, that like the most reasonable thing, actually. Yeah. And uh, that's good. That's a good tip. Right, just go when with he that first it, gut. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you go with that first gut. Go with the first gut, because mind will just... Oh, yeah. you in a place of, man, I've lost all grip on what's the best thing to do here. Right. And that's what the doubting mind will do. Yes. It's totally useless. Okay. Yeah. Totally useless. <laughs> you know, it's for playing with when, when the world of mind is believed. Right. You know, we imagine, imagine, oh, what if I did this and what if I did that? And it's a great distraction. It's just entertainment. Right. Yeah. Throw it out. Yeah. Don't engage the doubting mind. It's totally useless. It's a big eye story. Yeah. And it's running rings around you. Yes, I have um, pretty, I think a lot, and I have a lot of doubts. And yeah. Like Go after those that, that doubting pattern. You uh, don't need it anymore. It doesn't serve you well. Thanks. That's good. doesn't serve you well. Wherever those doubting things are in your mind, just nip it, because for sure that doubting pattern has legs. For sure that doubting thing. Infantry. Right, it does seem like outside of the mental activity, there's just a certain flow of events that's just happening anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Just as another aside, uh, another question. Uh-huh. I didn't really... I watched the um, Never Not Here, one of the interviews with you, but I didn't really quite get the story of your realization. I mean, I know that you left your family... And you moved to India to be in a yoga thing, but that didn't work out. And then on the other side of the hill was Ramana Ashram. And that's about, I didn't really, Okay. I didn't get it first, per, you know, I didn't hear okay. your side of it. Oh, it's a bit of a story. Uh, oh, but you don't have to tell it if yeah, you don't yeah. want to. Uh, well, the, uh, I wrote a bit of it in a blog, which is connected to my website. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe so I could take a there's, look at that. Yeah, there's a better, a bit of a more in-depth thing. So did you have a, was your realization just like that was it? Years and years and years of work, of meditation, of chanting, of doing energy work, healing work, uh -huh. ayahuasca, South America. I went to South America myself. Yeah. 
anything at all that would shift the conditioning. Uh -huh. Eight years of psychotherapy every week. Wow. Yeah, a lot of a lot of work. A lot of work. So d after your initial realization, was there an adjustment period? I mean, was it? There was three years of not knowing what the heck happened. Okay. The first whammy was during um, a sanctodymy medicine, so it was medicine induced. Oh really? Yeah. The first make you know, of course, there's loads of little pops and realizations, and you know, you're doing the work and you're meditating like a lot and. Yeah, my yeah. whole work, my whole life was about it. It was about service and devotion, and you know. Um, and one day, say, taking a sanctodymy, there was this uh, total, total uh, experience. I'd have to call it of being sucked into a black, black space, an absolute dark space, and this physical suction went on for seven, eight hours. And during that, every single thing I could grasp was like, "But that's a concept. But that's a concept." until so everything I think but all I know is what I've thought if I'm not thinking there's nothing happening it's like yeah so then am I a concept yeah and everything was pulled pulled and it was horrific it was horrific I started shaking I started vaginally bleeding I mean you know I was like, <laughs> total meltdown wow yeah, and it took the organizers some hours. They stood over me and did some kind of ritual to, to make it integrate because I, my wiring couldn't take it. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. So I, so I spent a week basically in bed just shaking and trembling. And, and I started thinking, well, what, what do I do with this? And my husband says, well, what can you do? Get up and start living, you know? I'm like, okay, okay, something was just going to make sense sometime along the line. And it was another three years before before there was any sense at I never found an advice book, nothing, nothing, nothing crossed my path. Nothing. I was like, somebody tell me, tell me how to make sense of the fact that existence itself is an idea. That even existence cannot exist. Can anybody at all? And no matter who I went to said, I just know what you're talking about. I was like, Jesus, where am I doing? <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not gone nuts, you know. Um from that I uh yeah, I, I quit, quit. Everything started getting peeled, peeled away, peeled away, peeled away. And I found, a, um, or a guru found me, a guy in the north of Spain, who's in his body. I've never met him. He's in retreat. But I was clairvoyant and all that, so I can see him and talk to him. So it's no big deal. So, um, so in in talking to me, I thought, he okay, all I can do, all I can do is I, I I can't go any further. So okay, it makes sense to follow a teacher. And I tested him, I tested him, I tested him, I tested him. And eventually I thought, okay, I have no option here, but to, this is the best. This is the only door that's opening. So I did. Um, and I spent a lot of time just, just devoting or having this feeling of gratitude towards them and just looking for guidance. And I get the next step and I take the next step. And I, I knew I had to leave everything. I'm going to get stuck or I have to leave everything. And so I did. I left my husband, closed my work, closed, and it's like, I'm like, it's just an unpopular decision. Let me do this. I have no option. It's, I have no option. I have to do this. Uh, there was some belief that I'd actually get sick if I didn't do it, that my body would just crash and that would be the end. Um, and so uh, I spent uh, months on an island, one of the Canary Islands, the least developed off Spain. And I went from there to India. And in just before I went to the yoga thing, I went to Amma's ashram for a few weeks. And oh, I yeah. spent six weeks in Samadhi there, where I lost six days. No, six days. I lost six days totally. Wow. Like, totally. But there was somebody there 
who said, Jack, get up. You're going down for food now. Jack, do you need water? Jack, what, you know. And thankfully there was somebody there. Um, I'd have been fine anyway, you know. I couldn't, six days, I'm sure I wouldn't have died, you know. <laughs> um, and as I came out of it, what was clear was that there are no individuals. There are no separate anything. There is thought passing through, and the thought that I exist as a separate individual is one of the thoughts passing through. That the physical body has no connection at all to these thoughts passing through. The physical bodies are just like puppets. They're just puppets. And for for some time there was this, there was these like they appeared like shiny strings, like golden strings of like let's say let's say I'm going to pick up the glass, and there would be the string which would pull my hand around the glass, and strings from my fingers pulling around, so I would know exactly where a body was going to go or what arm was going to lift or it's like yeah puppets, total puppetry. It's like wow, it really is. There is some some something very symbolic and very real in in puppetry. Uh-huh. It's, it really is like that. Uh-huh, it yeah. really is like that. But 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 the thoughts that I am making it happen just come in, and and they're bought, and it's completely ridiculous how they're bought as being real. It's completely ridiculous. Uh-huh. And so that was seen to be how it works, and that never came back that there were individuals that 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 these thoughts are actually connected to a form, and this form is in control of their thoughts. That never came back. Just it just clearly isn't so. Um. And then I spent, you know, two years around Arunachala. Uh-huh. Um, and I shifted on to Ravana Maharshi. And that was the final meltdown, really. So it took years, really. It took years. So the big dysfunctional, you know, there were dysfunctional periods, for sure, through it all. Yeah. But, but, but somehow I was taken care of, even though there was no provision possible to take care of anything, because there was, I was going for it. I was like, I couldn't do anything. There was, I'd let go of the reins long before. You know? Wow. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so that's a kind of a synopsis. Every time I tell it, it's a bit different because there's so much I kind of, whatever comes out, comes out, you know? Right, but it wasn't a, like, it wasn't a, I know, you were I having wake a sandwich in a cafe and <laughs> you shifted and that was it, you know? Afraid <laughs> not. Years of, you know, puking the eye story. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crumbling and just saying, the seeker is the problem. This doesn't work at all bawling, crying at, at, at Mother Mira, you know, she I was doing, oh, should I go see anybody and do anything, you know? And and Mother Mira was there doing her thing, and I was sitting there in the middle, and just like doing Japan, had my little rosary thing, whatever it's called, and, you know, I'm reciting a divine name and just going, going, and it's like, this can't lead anywhere. This is the block. This is the block. I'm keeping mind occupied. I'm imagining I'm doing it. So who am I going to get? Some day it's going to say, okay, enough now. You've said the divine name often enough. Now we'll give you... Oh, Lonnie, what have I set up in my head? And that was a real... That was a pretty awful night. I sure I cried and cried and I was hysterical. You uh-huh. know, that I couldn't do anything about it. So it's like, give up the search. Give up yeah, there was... There was no, the search was the problem. But yeah. then what... I, all I knew was how to search. All I knew was how to search. So then what to do? Uh-huh. Do you see? Yeah. But somehow that kind of maneuvered into something else. Uh-huh. But the search stopped. Yeah, it stopped. But, it, but only only because I wore it out to the bitter end. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. You know? But that's how it was for it's me. This, there's an intensity. There's always an intensity about what operates through Jack. There's an intense personality. So it was intensely. 
spiritual practice. No. So was your samadhi with at Amas, was that a blissful condition? I mean, was that like you went into a state and then... Oh, yeah. It was like just, five yeah, hours yeah. later? Yeah, it was when I came... No, it was six days later. Six days yeah, later? Yeah, I discovered it was six days later then. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. like... Was it happened? formless? Was it formless? Oh, yeah. Totally out. Totally nothing going on. Nothing. Oh. But in the coming out of it, it was clear that there is only exquisitely fine bliss. That that's all there is. And the rest is just concepts. But wow. that direct experience is all that is. Do you know? Or peace or tranquility or desireless or something. You know? Not blissed out. I, I always have to qualify the word bliss. You know, just exquisitely fine. Beauty. Absolute beauty. You know, and that's the only thing that's real. Wow. You know, so the seeing of it was only as I came out, as like, oh, oh, some rewiring to function in the world kicked in again, you know? Uh-huh. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so, but they're, you know, they're just experiences. They're in the movie. They're in the script, too. Yeah. You know, not to be held up, not to be, they're, they're, they're just happenings, like having a cup of tea. They're all just happenings, you know? But looking back. Yeah. You know, like. The, the bliss thing, for yeah. example. <clears throat> you know, that when you're relating in the relative world and interacting and all that, do you still see that place? Or is it it's still there all the time. That's still there. Yeah, attention is there. And do you see how you used to not see it? You know, it's wild. Um, I find... I, I don't, I know that I believed it, that I, that, that I believed that I was an individual woman and searching and that the world was real and, but I don't know how. Right. How did I believe that for right. so long? How? Because it's so ridiculous. Right. So the obviousness. Yes. Of the truth. Yes. Is so obvious you can't. No, I can't find what it felt like. How you could possibly no. have misconceived it. Yeah. But the flavor of it all, mm. you know, the yeah, sort of the flavor, the taste of truth yes. in, your re in your existence. Yes. Um, does it, do you feel, does your memory recall sort of how that flavor was different then? Yeah, I, I, I didn't like, know what it was. when you used to see... You know those images <coughs> of the, the old lady and the young lady that on the paper? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you can see the, you look the, at the, the black part or the white part. Old, uh -huh. Yeah. You know, so, you know, once you see the old lady's face, when, when at first you looked at it, you only saw the yes. young woman's face. Yes. But you can see how you... Yes. Is there that, like, can you remember how the bliss was there and you were overlooking it? For example, there was thing. a different program running. Yeah, it's so more in the, even in the memory, in the recollection yes. of it. Yes. you can't say that's it's here. You know, why did you think it wasn't the bliss here part? Then? Yeah, or yeah, I've never that. had that thought. It's more that there was a different program running. There was just something on, and it took all of my attention. So what was could not have been seen. Because the eye story was so strong, oh, okay. it just was there, but it could not have been seen. Because oh, okay. so attention was in the story, yeah. and so that's why I keep saying, "Pull yeah. back, yeah. pull back." What are you doing with your attention? 
because clearly it was that my attention was stuck in me, my, me and my world yeah, and what yeah. I'm doing to help everybody and all this garbage. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. That was really running. So, so there was no space for seeing what was. The best I could do was in meditation, bring the mind to a single point. And sometimes you'll have a blast of a spiritual experience. But they were experiences. Right. They were always experiences. Yeah, this they is different. Come and go. They come and go. They're very, very distinctly. Yeah, yeah. One or That's other. right. Versus. And they're highly charged. But this is different. This yeah. is like not a happening. Right. But can you still switch between the two programs? I mean, no, no, you you cannot no. remember how or experience how it no. was before. No, this is uh, forever done. Forever maybe, finished. maybe not. But I, 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 for the last mm -hmm. two years, I, I don't know how to turn on that switch. I can't mm -hmm. do that to see how it felt like to have a personal mm -hmm. life. I, 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 I can't turn it on. I just can't. But you still have thoughts? Yeah, thoughts come through, more so when I'm with people. If, if, I'm, if I'm away, no, there's nothing happening, you know? But, but, but it's funny now, the other night, dreams started again. And I'm pretty sure it's because I've done so much talking in the last six weeks. And uh -huh. I'm with people all the time. So dreams have started again. Just the other night, just a little snippet. And last night again, I had another little bit of a dream. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you know, there's, there's something moving, you know? Um, Do you I'm, find that you're awake when you're asleep? Oh, yeah, I watch when I'm asleep, yeah. Something is watching when I'm asleep, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was Amma in the ashram mm. when you were there? Yes. So what was it like to be with Amma in sort of that? Uh, a spiritual experience. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in the samadhi, I didn't know anything. I mean, there was no I, there was nothing. I'm sure, I, I lost it. I mean, no time, no nothing. No, at all. Oh. oh, thank you. Okay. Um, could I uh, ask you, um, I'm an artist, um, I don't make my living that way, would, but... Would you like to come yeah. up? I'm an, I'm an artist, and uh, basically I do uh, oil painting. Mm. Um, uh, I live with other artists, and um, but every once in a while I get this these urges to create, like, puppets or... Dogs, or you can't use the word dog, but and and I and you know there's a lot of effort to go into that. So I always say, why do you want to do more of those? But there's just a love for form. Okay. To make it. Okay. And so when you said the marionette and the body, um, does thought just love form so it creates this nature as we see it, or is it beyond? thought that is manifesting these forms. I create because I just love and I am, there's a desire to make something three-dimensional, to, to create it. I don't know where it comes from, I often resist it. Is it a shadow or symbolic of, well I believe it is symbolic of what's happening in general. Is There's a force that just loves to play with form and is that thought or is thought part of that play I, 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 I don't buy it that there is a force who loves to play with form because the force doesn't have desire oh, yeah oh, that makes perfect sense so is it thought 
that just wants to thought doesn't want. Okay, thought thought is a um, is a movement of reaction. Yeah, it's more that there are thoughts, huh? Okay, so it's just like the leaves of a tree. Yes, it's just part of it. But what what is the form? Why is the why is this life manifested in form? Why is this apparent? This sense of appearance here. If you go back deeply enough right. into the understanding of that, you will see that none of this appearance ever appeared. Then what, it, what type of love creates it? It was never created. If you okay. go back far enough, it was never created. Okay. It never happened, actually. Right. If you keep digging into okay. why, if you really, really follow the, 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 the vein towards truth, for the want okay. of a better yeah. thing, you will discover that it actually never happened. Okay. The question runs out with the seeing that it never happened. Okay, so what I'm doing is making another story. Yes. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like stories too. And if you make form, you make form, and if you don't, you don't. Okay, but I was making it symbolic of something. Yes, that's and, right. Yeah. Okay. No, nothing has any significance. Okay, I'm going to take my symbolism. It's five before one. Will we take another one? or Yeah, will we go no, one more? I was just going to post that thing. Righty. Maybe we'll do one more and, and then uh, and then we pause for lunch. Okay. So yeah. I have a question. Sometimes I hear you say that there's a, a resolution. Sounds like there's some it's move. That the, that there's something in us that there's something that wants resolution. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, cause in the movie, yes. There's the idea that there's something better. There's the idea of a desire. And okay, fulfillment so of a desire. Thought. It is. It is. So there it's isn't really resolution. That's right, there isn't. Nothing needs to be resolved at all. Okay. Nothing needs to be resolved. Nothing needs to be worked out. Just the story dropped. So the fact that, that we're all here interested in this, is this random? I mean, is it... Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. It's how to get rid of that it's more important, you know. Yeah. That's the I wanted to be special, huh? Right, yeah. It does yeah. that. Yeah. And this whole thing about truth, I mean, then it almost feels like just a, I don't know. It's, it's another a paradox. Game, yes. It's a paradox. Yes. And and you can't help going towards truth. Well, Do you that's know? what I'm questioning. Okay, that we can't help it. That yeah. There's a draw. There is a pull. A, a pull. There is a. So where is that coming from? I mean, it sounds like you're saying, you know, yes. where is that pull coming from? Yes. That impulse. Yes. That's my question. It's, yeah. Energy moves, changes from one form to another. And all arises from nothingness and goes back to nothingness. The energy just keeps circulating. And in that movement, we recognize the pull. We recognize movement. 
Molecules keep moving. We know that they're empty. We've discovered that they've actually got nothing inside. Space. Space. We're space. We think we're hard, but we're actually space. So the paradoxes are everywhere. So the movement of these molecules <coughs> has infiltrated as movement everywhere, and we label it as movement and change and going somewhere in progress and da-di-da-di-da. And we imagine that we can move towards truth. Right. But you are it. You always were it. But I don't see it. Yeah. Like you kind of see it. Yeah. There's an idea that, that, that something has to happen for Connie to see it. Maybe, maybe not. But the moment that the Connie story is not believed, it's there. The, that which wants to see it cannot see it. It's not that it's seen by something separate. In the stripping away of all, what is shows itself. And there is no one who can see it. Yeah, I've, heard, I've read or heard that consciousness has sort of been misidentified. Do you agree with that? That consciousness has somehow, you know, become ident- it's misidentified. That's consciousness looking. When you say go to source, oh, you're right. trying, turning consciousness back to yeah, source. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. That there's an identification with thought, that I am thought, I am this individual. But you're not. So yes, it's a misidentification. But then there can't be correct identification because there is nothing there. There's only misidentification because there's nothing to be correctly identified with truth. Truth is. So when the misidentification stops, truth is. And that's called liberation for the mind. It's just about not believing the thoughts. It's the identification, the ownership of the thoughts that blocks the seeing of what is. And so not believing mm-hmm. led you to your, your seeing through it. You would say. With this Gosh, I don't know what made a difference. I don't mm-hmm. even know if any of it made a difference. It's the way it unfolded. It's the you. way how it unfolded doing every possible thing I could, and then seeing that the whole lot was futile. Was it the seeing that it was futile, or was it doing everything that I possibly could? Maybe neither. Hmm. It's the seeing that you were never in the story. It's the seeing that it was never about you. That those thoughts pass by and that they have no significance at all. Yeah, but the seeing's after the fact. The seeing is the liberation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But there are gaps all the time when the yeah. I story yeah. is not running. There's loads of gaps. Yeah. But memory will say, oh, no, 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 I I am doing this all the time. It's like, actually, you're not. You're probably not. It's just that when the I is alive and the I is alive, we join them up. Because we like to think we exist all the time. We've taken it for granted that we exist as separate individuals all the time. We don't exist as separate individuals at all. There's just a thought running every now and then. And it's believed with such sincerity that it's taken to be so. Hmm.